everyone. Brian here from Franchise Simply with another Franchise Radio Show. For those of you who haven't listened to this before, I do recommend you grab a notebook and a pen or pencil or set your recorder going because I think we're going to get some useful information, particularly if you're interested in business-to-business finance. Today, we've got Zach Underwood joining us. He's the Head of Sales and Partnerships at Procurate. They're an Australian-owned financial technology company or fintech. Zach's got over 15 years experience in sales and account management, and he's been involved in a variety of industries and been three and a half years at Procurate. I might add that uh, we use their services at Franchise Simply, both for funding people for our weekend workshops, it's an option that people have, and also for our Franchise Success Path programs. So there's a range of facilities that can be funded. Procurate itself is a business-to-business finance provider. So they partner with a range of professional essential service suppliers in Australia and New Zealand, and these partners can embed Procurette's finance option in their invoices or offer it as part of their sales process with the outcome that they get paid up front and their business customers pay monthly installments. So that's really the basic summary of it. So Zach, welcome to you. Lovely to have you along today. Oh, hey there, Brian. Thanks a lot for having me. It's great to be here. And um, yeah, yeah, keen to have a, a bit of a chat with you about the B2B finance world, especially with the, you know, the current economic climate and everything that's sort of going on. It's something that's certainly top of mind for um, a lot of businesses, I'm sure. It is, it is. And uh, with the pressure that's coming and the negativity in the press and everything else, it does seem to be getting more difficult. Banks are certainly hard to work with. So maybe as an expert in this space, you could bring everybody up to speed and just summarise the sort of the situation currently from the point of view of conventional bank lending and the, the challenges and, and other lending facilities that are out there. Yeah, so I think as everyone knows, sort of within that consumer space, the Reserve Bank has increased their interest rates and the, the belt is tightening in relation to um, what I guess most credit um, providers call eligibility criteria. So that's sort of the criteria that a small business or, or any sort of business would need to meet before they're going to get funding from, from a funder. So most small businesses have a few options for funding, which they can you know use. So they could be working with their, their bank to get an overdraft. They could get business loan directly from a bank. I think we've all sort of worked with banks. They all like to take their time in how quickly they sort of move and get things done. And, and as, as most sort of small business owners go, I've spoken to all of you know, many, many of them, and I speak to them each and every day, and they're all very busy people. So, you know, dealing with a, a bank and going through all the hoops can be a little tricky. So, you know, uh, businesses often opt for other other options for funding. So that could be either, you know, looking at a credit card and then, you know, but often a credit card can be there for more emergency rather than sort of asset purchases and, and things like that. Um, or you can look at going to a finance broker. Um, so then a finance broker uh, would then look at uh, a variety of sort of different lenders and, and the options that are there. But it's still, I guess, a bit of a process in the sense of looking at that right option. There's a lot of back and forth and, and sort of, you know, human communication and working out what those sort of options are. That makes sense. Now, that's where the next question, or my first question of uh, any depth, I suppose, in this interview we're having. Uh, by the way, I've titled it Business to Business Funding Quick and Easy with Zach Underwood from Procreate. And really, you'll understand why if when you hear Zach explain the process. So actually, Procurette may be a new name to many of you. Well, what is it, Zach, and, and how does it work? Yeah, so as I guess you mentioned, you know, Procurate's an Australian-owned business and we, we operate in Australia and New Zealand, but we offer a business finance product as a payment option. So we would partner with a specific supplier or service provider so that they can get paid up front and then their customers can pay in monthly installments. And so we've got, you know, a completely digital platform which integrates um, in through, uh, you know, a, a 
sales process. So a customer can click a link on an invoice or, you know, click a, a link through a, a checkout page on an e-commerce e platform. That, that application takes the customer, the business customer, two minutes to complete. Approval comes back within sort of five to 10 minutes of them completing that application. Um, and then we pay the supplier straight away, which means that the business customer can get their goods immediately. So unlike, you know, talking about a, a you know, finance broker where you've got to have a call or, or do whatever else, you can instantly get a quote on what, what your finance options are, how much it's going to cost you. And then when you're ready to go ahead, it only takes a couple of minutes. So if you've got a last minute expense or unexpected, you know, purchase that you need to make for a repair or an upgrade or whatever else, you've got you know, a really quick and simple, easy, seamless process that you can use with Procurate. Look, and that was the thing that stunned me was the speed that it happens. It's really quite impressive. So I suppose that leads me to ask you, you know, what is it that makes your solution different, you know, or better for business people? Yeah, I, I guess the one thing that most of our customers really like about our, prop, uh, our, our solution, our, our payment platform, I should say, is that, you know, compared to that traditional finance process that requires, you know, printing out documents or speaking to your accountant to get this or that, providing, you know, a property guarantee and P&L reports, we don't require any of that. Our, our digital process can be completed with, you know, a business owner completing the application using their driver's license, their business details, and then they can, you know, pay those monthly installments either via their credit card or direct debit um, from their bank account. I was going to say, it's an incredibly efficient process. So uh, what, what's the criteria? I mean, um, obviously not everybody can borrow wherever they go. There are, you know, there are strict requirements. How come you're able to process it quickly? What, what is the criteria that you have for a suitable? Yeah, so we, we I guess we, you know, we use a criteria or, or an algorithm um, which is, assesses all our customers. We use a variety of, of different data points. And the way that we can do it so quickly is we have, you know, technology in the background using an, um, an API, which some or some of you haven't heard of, but that's a piece of technology that allows us to connect with other, other systems or third-party providers to provide us enough data to make a really quick decision on whether that customer meets our, our sort of lending criteria. But to give you, a, I guess, a bit of a guide, we, we look at established businesses. So we're not talking about businesses that have just sort of started it up, but a business that's been around for, you know, sort of uh, two to three years of trading. And so, uh, you know, and they've got, you know, a, a positive credit data with the credit bureau and don't have any sort of, you know, default or, or corporates on, on their file. Okay. So, I mean, you're in the space of really, as you mentioned before, helping people with their cash flow, essentially. So, yeah. I suppose what are the what are the ways that you see your services being used? Some of the case stuff, some of the examples. Some of the examples, absolutely, yeah. So we work with a variety of different industries, and something that makes Procurate a little unique is also what we will fund. So we won't fund just a physical, tangible asset, which a lot of uh, lenders will fund, but we will fund a service, a software license, or a, a physical asset. So we could be working with, say, a recruitment company. So if you're a, you know. A, a startup business, you've been going for two or three years, you're looking to expand your sales team and you know you don't have enough time to go recruit the quality of sales uh, staff that you need, you could use a recruiter. They might be charging you $15,000 per candidate, but $15,000 uh, might be a big hit on cash flow for, for a small to medium business. So by using Procurate, you could pay that $15,000 over nine monthly installments uh, simply by clicking on the invoice and going through the process. Could also be used for a 
accounting or, or like unexpected legal fees. So if you've got to get new documents created, you could pay those in six monthly installments. We look, we work with a lot of companies within the AEC space, so architecture, engineering, and construction. Their design software licenses for CAD software, which is computer-aided design software, can be very, very expensive and then also require uh, maintenance costs on top of that. So we'll look at installment plans over 12 months, up to 36 months for perpetual licenses in that area. But it could also be for a digital uh, marketing company who's offering websites or, you know, lead generation services, you know, different business consulting practices, yourself, Brian. Uh, so a variety of different industries, but generally, we work with suppliers or, or help customers pay for invoices that are uh, enable them to grow ultimately. So it wouldn't be for any discretionary purposes or paying for their payroll. You know, they can't use Procurate to, you know, book a big cruise on Sydney Harbour for their Christmas party or anything like that. But as long as it's for, for services, it's going to enable their, their company to grow. That's where we're, we're looking to help. Okay. If I, so if I need a new website, that type of thing, that fits into your criteria. And then the other thing I'm interested in, what about sort of fit outs? And probably I'm opening a new shop, a new retail outlet. I've got to put fit out in there and also maybe some plant equipment, you know, refrigerators or something. Is that the sort of thing that you consider as well? It depends on the, the nature of the business or, or where it's at. So fit out generally works with, or falls within that construction space. So that's mm-hmm. not something that we would look at. We would look at equipment. So for example, if you were a logistics company or a manufacturing company, and you needed some CNC routers, which is a like automated, you know, uh, manufacturing machine, or like you know, you wanted to buy a forklift or something like that. You could certainly use Procurate for those things. There are restrictions around some of the verticals or, or industries that we work in. For example, if you were a cafe and you wanted to get a new fridge, then that's an area we probably wouldn't work with. We generally don't work with trades and labour or, or hospitality. Get you okay. All right, you keep clear of the quicksand i can understand that okay yeah. all right we're talking to zach underwood by the way from procreate today i suppose when it comes to um procreate you've described there a bit of the sorts of people who can benefit from it yep. could you expand a bit more on who it's not suitable for you mentioned that you know for example if i want to open a little cafe up the street that's probably not going to be within your criteria and there's some other examples that come to mind of businesses that may not be suitable or products or services yeah so i guess um the ones that, that might not be suitable would be oh well, i guess i guess i'll clarify that first point that you made procurement is purely for business to business so yeah. business to business meaning that the end customer needs to have an abn or a new zealand business number so it's not someone who's got a bit of a side project and they might just be a sole trader and they're looking to do something it needs to be you know a business that is paying for you know products and services for for that business not an end consumer who's um looking to purchase something for themselves okay. um, there are other other restrictions which i guess i will go on about that you know um the that christmas party so day-to-day business costs like rent or consumables um employee payroll customer staff party or something that's already billed month to month or where you've got like you know other debt outstanding that's that's overdue so so purchases where an invoice is more more than 60 days overdue, Curate can't help with, with those sort of purchases. I'm with you. So it's, it's imminent sort of acquisitions of t- 
tangible goods and services, essentially. Yeah, that's correct. And then the the other sort of, I guess, limitation or industry sectors that we, we don't work with, which I sort of, I guess, touched on before, was that those, you know, like subcontractors within the trades, the trade space, construction, hospitality, and then anything to do with Web3, which is like your cryptocurrencies and NFTs and, and things like that. And that's not surprising, I suppose. So in, in say, you've given us a raft of the sorts of places. From your point of view, what's your sweet spot? What, you know, what's your, what's your ideal customer? Ideal. So let's just define that again. So customer and then what we call supplier partner. So right. Brian, you are a supplier partner of ours because you offer Procurit as a payment option to your customers. Um, but you could also be a Procurit customer. For example, if you had a business expense, you could come to us and go, hey, Zach, in fact, it wouldn't be me. You'd be going through to our customer success team and going, look, I've got this invoice. Can you help me out with an installment plan? for that invoice but our sweet spot of like who we go out to and who we want to partner with which is what my role in the business is is going out there to market and looking for potential candidates and then partnering with those businesses so that we can offer their customers installment plans so that sweet spot i guess as you mentioned or where we sort of work with a lot is uh, within that aec space so architecture engineering and consulting uh, we do fund a lot of software license purchases we also work a lot within the recruitment industry for permanent recruitment placements, uh, legal fees and accounting fees, and then also within that digital marketing space. So website design and then lead generation. So over, uh, you know, with those I guess, service side of the service, rather, we'd look at the shorter term. So you'd be looking at sort of, say, three, four or six months. But then when you're talking about tangible assets like machinery or even potentially gym equipment for a gym owner, then they could be looking at at paying for the the gym equipment across 36 months. So up up to three years using just the same simple process. Well, I didn't realize that. That's quite extensive. So so if I needed some new legal contracts, for example, you know, like a partnership agreement or a contract for sale or something like that, which may cost a reasonable amount of money, then that's something I could submit that point of view uh, to procure. Because you've got an existing relationship. Yeah. So we don't go direct to market for business customers. But if you, for example, if one of your customers, Brian, came to you, paid using Procurit in the sense of they, you know, paid for your services, they then become a Procurit customer. And so if if they've got an invoice that's with a non-accredited supplier, they can submit that to us. We'll assess whether it's eligible to be going an installment plan or not and then we'll send them a no obligation quote on what that would cost and what they could pay it across so two sides of the business but the i guess the real solution that that procure provides as we've sort of mentioned a few times is cash flow so it helps the supplier or the person who's providing the goods um, or services so that they can get paid faster but then also the customer helps them with cash flow because they don't have to pay the full sum up front they can pay it off over time right so is there a minimum figure that warrants it or you say look you know if the transaction is below x amount or the item then it's not something that you're able to uh, to offer funding on yeah good great question so look we'll look at um installment plans from three to 36 months as a time frame but then for that value it's anywhere from five hundred dollars up to hundred and fifty thousand dollars but that is subject to credit and eligibility criteria so depending on the size of the business if you were, you know, a sole trader or, you know, quite a small business, you're not going to be able to get that sort of $150,000. That is going to be more for the bigger end of town. Um, but, you know, once you go 
through the process you and your procurement customer, you can request exactly what your credit limit is with with us and and go from there. So it's worth it's worth exploring. It's worth it's worth speaking to your team to find out. It's obviously a much broader uh, range of options than I certainly anticipated. So I'm glad we're speaking to you today. So. I suppose from your point of view, you're a good sort of um, thermometer, I suppose, for the marketplace. You see what's happening all the time. So what's your view? What have you seen of the impact of inflation from the point of view of small to medium-sized businesses and so forth out there? And I suppose, how do you fit in that gap? What's the solution you offer, if you could expand a bit on that? Yeah, so I suppose the thing that I've I've noticed um, a lot of uptake with within, you know, different sort of industries, especially within, you know, that recruitment space, the market is sort of sort of changed certainly during COVID and things like that, there was a really sort of candidate short market, but that is altered slightly. Businesses are a little tighter with funds and things like that. So I guess those smaller businesses that were really trying to put in everything and grow, were really uh, happy to sort of use our services up front where we've got businesses that previously wouldn't have used us because they had enough cash reserves there, where now they are going, oh, that is a significant amount of money. I'm better off just having some reserves in the bank because I don't don't know what's going to happen. I think spreading the cost over time, even if it's not necessarily going sort of say, a, you know, a nine month installment plan for say a recruitment invoice, the uptake, even just doing it over four installments. So it's not like you're, you're financing it over a long period. You're just helping in that short term to buffer that that bank account balance. So I've noticed that the the uptake with the shorter terms has been, been higher in the last sort of say three months within the business. But I guess that's just from my perspective, I'm not haven't analysed all the data directly. Yeah, look, and that makes sense in the new year. There's a, traditionally, as pressure comes on in January, February, and I suppose yeah. particularly at the moment, that's sort of highlighted by some of the, um, I suppose, the, the unusual circumstances from that point of view. Okay, so thanks for giving us that feedback there. So from your point of view, you're obviously building up a, a mature customer base these days. What is it that people see that's attractive they keep coming back? Because obviously there's a cost, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So for the supplier or the person receiving the funds, there is there's no set up costs or, or ongoing ongoing charges. Um, but for the customer, they do pay and um, they do pay uh, a finance charge. So we have a really a simple way of of charging that. So unlike a a bank where you've got to go pay your you know your four hundred dollar application fee and then your you know your interest rate per annum, which I certainly don't know how to calculate. You know, you normally need a finance broker to calculate that for you and what you monthly installments would be we have a really simple way of, of doing it so if you're looking at um you know a piece of hardware um over a 12 month period for example you're probably looking at anywhere between sort of 12 or sorry, 11 and 12 percent so on a ten thousand dollar purchase you'd be looking at the ten thousand dollars turning into eleven thousand two hundred dollars so adding on that 12 percent and it's divided equally by those 12 installments so there's no upfront cost at the start um that's higher than the remaining installments just equally divided so it's quoted to the customer straight away before they've even provided any personal information to us often a broker won't provide any information um, or they sort of you know have got to start something before they even get a quote our system instantly quotes everything 
But also, I think one of the reasons too that the customers come back to us is once they've gone through that first in finance application and they're actually a Procurit customer, it's only just a couple of clicks. We save all that data. They can look at all their installment plans that are active on their iPad or their iPhone or their dashboard on their computer. Um, they can upload additional invoices for assessment for, for new installment plans. But everything happens very, very quickly. So we don't have this, oh, we'll get back to you in 24 hours. You know, literally they can click an invoice and, and we've paid the supplier faster than the credit card company would have had they paid the full amount in their credit card. So I think the speed in which we respond to our customers and then the tools that they have at their disposal is like nothing else on the market. So it makes my job as a, you know, uh, someone going out to suppliers and going, look, you know, offer this to your customers pretty easy because we don't really have, you know, a, a direct competitor in in that space that, that can do things as fast as what, as what we can. Yeah, that's why I wanted to speak to you. I was stunned. I really was stunned. <laughs> you know? no, no long delays, no awkward questions no upfront fees that you may or may not recover so uh, and i think quite modest sort of rates when it comes to it overall okay so uh, and i think also for instance you've got the option haven't you that that the um the customer can pay the interest or the the vendor can pay the interest they can choose to if they want to sell a product with a price inclusive then they can do yeah. that Mm. Yeah. So for example, a lot of my like fitness equipment suppliers, they'll offer up to 36 months, but they'll do a promotion at the end of financial year or something like that, where they go here, if you want to buy this piece of equipment, we'll give it to you 12 months interest free. And so then they take on board so that the customer can pay uh, the cost of that, you know, $12,000 piece of equipment in 12 months at $1,000 a month without any additional charges to them. Right. So it's not just Harvey Norman that can offer 12 months interest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's correct. But two, I guess, yeah, Harvey Norman will, uh, I, you know, a lot of those businesses make their money out of late fees and, and default fees and all that sort of stuff. So we, like, if a customer doesn't pay, like, you know, there are obviously late fees in, involved and, and things like that. But, you know, our late fee charge is $15. And then depending on like how long it's unpaid and then there's other conditions and things around it. But we're not seeing them with a, you know, $60 or $80 charge just because they didn't have enough credit on their on their credit card or, or in their bank account at the time that it was processed. Wow. So, yeah. That highlights how much the banks sting you if you're a day late paying your credit card balance off. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, we've run through my questions here. Zach, is there anything you'd like to add that you feel that would, would add value to our listeners? Look, I think, I guess, you know, we sort of really covered most of it. I, I think if you, if anyone, if any of your listeners are, are interested in, in, you know, sort of finding out more, hopefully you can sort of share my details or they can search for me on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So Zach Underwood um, at Procurate and Procurate spelled uh, with the word Procure with the T on the end. But yeah, more than happy for them to reach out, out to me directly with any set of questions that they might have and, and go from there. Okay. So if they're not LinkedIn users or not, or it's not convenient for them, then just basically just go into your website, which is procurate.com.au, is it? Uh, just so it's procurate.com or they can email me, which is Zach, Z-A-C, at procurate.com. Oh, that's easy, isn't it? Okay. All right. Well, we'll make sure to include those. So, And otherwise, anybody got any questions, contact me. Happy to put that through. Well, I'd just like to thank you again, Zach. Really been interesting to hear about, you know, what to me is really quite a revolutionary product. <laughs> You've obviously been involved for some time. So 
for you, it's uh, it's been it's been you know it's just a matter of sharing the news. So I hope people have found that interesting. And if it is something that's of interest to you, you think maybe helpful, by all means, I'd suggest you reach out to Zach. He's very accessible. If there's a question or something, your phone will ring. He'll be Zach. So uh, <laughs> that's excellent. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Adia. Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Look forward to speaking to you again when we have our next Franchise Radio Show interview. In the meantime, get out there, have fun, and yeah, get plenty of funding. Cheers, Zach. Thanks very much again. Thanks again, Brian. See you, everyone.